Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. That would be a great like sound effect if Dan was in a remake of Manimal. It just as a transition, if you're going from the police station to Dan's house, you just hear. Mm-hmm. When you That's find out that it's like forty percent it. semen, twenty percent urine. Oh God! Could it at least be reversed on those two? <laughs> at the very least, mm-hmm. just guys just. Off in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Kielbasa and cheese and pickles. Like, if you have someone sleeping with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not that it's enough to worry about that. (laughs) Would you take a road trip with Dan driving all the way to Saskatoon with only. From here? Yes, with only a bottle rocket CD. No. That's an easy no (laughs) guy. Thanks a lot. Did think. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Masters. Oh, right. Next year. Oh, together. Yeah, you guys same. drive to the Masters. But I'll be leaving you at the gate. Yes. <laughs> Boom. And that's how what? we end the pod. Natasha, what? <laughs> we love you, Miss Hannigan. It's a hard knock live for us. You know Shut up. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast presented by our good friends at Coors Light. Nice. Dance. It's the week of May 14th, 2018. Summer's almost over. It started (laughs) mid-March, as Dan mentioned uh, on an earlier podcast, and now it's all uh, coming to an end. It's unfortunate because today was, well, it was really the first nice day in Toronto uh, since 2018 started, pretty much. There might have been one more. It was glorious today. God, it was great. Walking around the neighborhood, seeing all the Portuguese grandmothers, smiles on their faces. Um, Is there a tulip fairy? I've got tulips growing out the yin-yang. Yeah, they're all pl- over. I didn't plant any. Me neither. I've got a few. There's a bunch on my street. Where are they coming from? Uh, I don't know. Are they... Are the, the tulips, like, the, the, do their spores travel through the air? <laughs> And just land in different spots. Is that what luckily we've got tulips? Mark Cullen on the line? Mark, you there? Oh, you you've aged another ten years in the last <laughs> two minutes. Oh, Mark, you're disintegrating. It's like the end of the Avengers. Mark Cullen's the home hardware guy. Can he go to a party without having to talk about a f- lawn? No, no, he's not the home hardware guy. He's the the Mark. He's Mark Cullen. He's the lawn expert of Canada. Who just happens to have been hired by Home, by hardware. home hardware? But seriously, he walks into a party. Hey, Mark, I have a few questions. It's like a doctor when That's he goes to a party. That's actually true. That's a great point. He must never leave the house because it gets so annoying for him. He would just go into the store. Imagine him trying to pick up actual gardening supplies at like his local Home Hardware, and everyone being like, "Oh, Mark, just one question. <laughs> I know this must kind of annoy you, but..." I've got a bunch of tulips growing. Now, do spores travel through the air on their own? Mark, where are you going, Mark? Come back. Mark, why are you aging so quickly? That's the thing that concerns me about Mark Cullen. Like, he... And listen, again, I know I, I look hideous. But he looks like he's, he's, taken, he's suffered some sort of spell from a witch... That has made him age way faster than any normal person should age. Like, when we came back from L.A., I was like, first time I saw him on TV, I was like, yeah! It's all that fertilizer. 
There's something there that is not he shouldn't be working with. Some of one of those pesticides. Is well, the Roundup through his Roundup pores. you can't get anymore. So the Roundup bits behind lock and key. Yeah, that's true. You have to go. You have to go to the to the cashier, right, and get yeah. it. I did that last year. And you got some? Oh yeah. Ooh. I didn't make meth with it or anything. Is that why it's under lock and key? No, Something it's because like it's it's a horrible substance. It kills everything. No, it's great though. I that's know. what you want. Yeah, I need it. It has changed my life. But <laughs> but that's what that's why. Just because it shouldn't be in the hands of normal humans. <laughs> that's right. Um, off the top. Uh, we heard me singing an Annie song. I went to Annie um, with my uh, daughters in downtown Toronto on Friday night at the beautiful Ed Mervish Theater that used to be the Pantages. Well, we're we're a little confused here because we don't know if the Pantages still exists, and Ed Mervish might be a different theater just north of the it's, Pantages. It, I know it's, it's right a, across. From it's the an extremely side. easy Google search. Neither yeah. of us had, nah. have really cared that much to no, check. We don't have time. Um, brilliant production. Loved it. Oh, it, if you aren't into Annie, have you haven't seen the original movie, you won't like it. If you're not into Annie, <laughs> don't go see Annie. <laughs> Dan O'Toole. That's your quote on the poster. Uh, if you're not into this musical, don't see it. Just catchy tune after catchy tune. Uh, went out at one point uh, during the intermission. Asked the guy, I'm like, are we allowed to bring uh, wine back in here? Looks at me and goes, as much as you can carry. Get drinks? I the last time. <laughs> That's great. And then I order a wine. Ruby looks at me. She goes, that is the smallest wine ever. I'm like, yeah, that was eight bucks. Ooh. Should have brought your own in your <laughs> pants. From the Orono Liquor Store. <laughs> yeah. Little, uh, right? Little half bottle? Uh, someone pointed out on the uh, Orono Wikipedia site, I'm listed as mayor, so thank you for that, whoever put That's that nice. up. nice. Someone, uh, some podcast fan. And speaking of Orono, uh, we mentioned Mark Savard was coming on this week. That that was a lie. We're having Brian Bickle on, the pride of Orono, Ontario. He's going to be uh, coming on the podcast. Golfed with him today, so he got swindled into this podcast. And, uh... And somewhat reluctantly is appearing, and that we certainly appreciate that. Uh, Mark Savard, we were kiboshed by uh, the competition, apparently. Is that yeah, right? He works for the competition, so I can see they didn't want Competition, that. of course, Holman Garden Television. He hosts <laughs> a show with Mark Cullen called Aging. So we can talk about uh, our round of golf at beautiful uh, Wildfire in Peterborough. Oh, my goodness. It's maybe my favorite uh, golf course in Canada. Oh, I can't Thanks wait. to Is Jeff it? and his crew who oh got us God. out there. Uh, but oh, hold, they, on. hold on. Wait, wait. No, Jeff didn't line it up. Pete Dalladay. Pete Dalladay, who's called Peterborough Pete's Games Forever, he's the one who invited us out. So you he golfed was, with Pete? He was shooting a golf segment that Bickle got roped into doing as oh well. My. Bickle's like, why is there a camera here? I'm like, I don't no. Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. What a life you're leading out there. And so we discussed this. You said uh, all in your neighborhood, because there's an Ontario provincial election happening, that it's all uh, PC signs, yeah. right? PC signs everywhere. And then downtown, like, an, I don't know, hour, hour and a half away, uh, in my neighborhood, all NDP signs. Mm-hmm. All NDP signs. It's like we're living in two different countries, uh, <laughs> bordered uh, by Oshawa or something like that. It's uh, it's interesting to me. But yeah, my my whole neighborhood is just super super left. Not a lot. so. I said to my wife today, my wife, uh, 
my wife. I said, what would happen if I just put a Doug Ford sign on our line? Like, welcome to the hiccups. I kind of want to do it. I'm not going to vote. As a social experiment? Yeah, kind of. Just to see. Because I. First of all, I bought the house and it was basically completely renovated, but we did a few things anyway, and those things took eight months. So we had a porta potty on our front lawn for eight months. And like the neighbors eventually were like, listen, wasn't this house renovated? Like, wh- what's, why is this porta potty? They actually there? said that to oh, you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, Ooh. what's, not in a bad way. Oh, they're okay. like just casually chatting. They're like, uh, we noticed that there's been a on your lawn for eight months. Is. Is everything okay in there? <laughs> you told them, yeah, we took out the indoor plumbing. <laughs> well, I, I, what I say is whenever we have guests, that's their bathroom. That's the <laughs> one we tell them to use. Just walk out the front door in the morning, take a <laughs> come on back in, we'll make you toast. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. They get free room and board. You I just agree. Have to go outside. But, um, yeah, I just thought it would be kind of interesting to, uh, to slap a Dougie Ford uh, sign right on the front lawn there. See, right uh, next to the porta potty. Yeah, see what uh, see what everyone had to say. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so um, I need your and uh, Stoff's help. I uh, recently joined a uh, a dating site. Yes. Now, now we're getting into some good talk here. Come on, it'll be fun. Like this one person, whoever they liked me back, and then she messaged me. Said, "Oh no, I never message on here. What's your email?" So I'm like, "Okay, sent the oh, email." Oh no. She sent one email through. Said, "Is." This email coming through, I put a thumbs up. That is the only response I've given her. Okay. And uh, she has now emailed me five times. You ready for the emails? Yes, yes. Oh, man, this is great. Hello, stranger. Right now, I'm even more than sure that, first of all, you looked at my photo, and only then you opened my letter, smiley face. Honestly, I did not expect so soon received a message from you. This is a pleasant surprise. Again, she asked for my email. She emailed me. I responded with a thumbs up. So that was the first email? Yes, this is her response to the thumbs up. Again, the only thing I've sent her is a thumbs up on email. Okay, well... Oh, wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Okay. That's just the start of this email. All right. Trying to see the positive side. Well, let me tell you a bit about myself. As you already know from my first message, I'm Olga. <laughs> my friends call me Oli. I'm 30 years old, but I'm still lonely lady. Never been married. Oh, boy. By character, I'm kind, sympathetic girl. Probably you will be surprised. Right now, I'm in Russia. (laughs) And my profile on the site from Canada. When I finished Institute in 2012, (laughs) I traveled to practice in English and worked as a babysitter. It is in a small town in the province, Saskatchewan. It was like a fairy tale. I learned a lot about your country for five months. Stay there. (laughs) Unfortunately, I had to go back. But I've never given up hope to visit your country again and maybe stay there forever. Yes. I have a good friend there, to be honest. It is she helped me to register on a dating site. Now I live and work in Orenburg, although I was born in a small township. Who lives there? My mother and brother. I try as often as possible to visit them. I have friends, hobbies, okay, whatever. Uh, So I want to find a loved one to create a strong relationship. This is the most important thing for me. Age difference or nationality, not a problem for me at all. 
I'm interested Good in thing. what You're is much older than Jesus. <laughs> I'm interested in what is in his heart, what is in his mind. There's nothing there in either case. <laughs> I just need a single man who's my best friend and faithful partner to whom I dedicate my life and I will love. It's likely that I'm looking for you, and you're the only one I need. I can't agree more. I I am looking for a serious relationship for a nice man more than just a friend. I hope that you're looking for the same. Maybe you want to ask me why in the internet. So there are many reasons. Nowadays, with all our daily living needs, wants, and problems, with all the twists and turns, how is her English this good in some parts? Yeah, it's a little... uh, It's interesting because she's mastered the art of certain descriptive sentences but then others not so much. we often forget about the meaning of our life we think so much and so deep in our mind about the future and that we completely forget about our present again that's true some of the english horrible yeah but that's but that but that's a, a good sentiment i think as a result we're not living in the future as well as in the present we follow different stereotypes which were laid down by several generations which we have never chosen Probably nobody can say for sure why it should be only this way and no other. I do not know yet if the internet is a good way to find the second half of my heart, but nothing will stop me to try. Why not? Yeah. Every not? single moment we dream why about a happy future, which must be full of joy and pleasures of, at sacrifice of our current time. Why not, eh? Certainly, if someone says that nobody can force us to live like this in any event... Are we still be... on the second email? <laughs> this, yes. So what I'm trying to say is that our life is in our is in our hands. It is my first letter, and I hope a lot that it wouldn't be the last one at the same time. Answer me. I'm not asking too much. Give me a chance to become a friend. Let it be. Do not sit and wait for a miracle, and keep in your mind that everything that happens to us all is made for the best future. See you, Dan. Send you a big hello from Russia. Olga. P.S. I'll wait for your quick reply. I hope you'll... Not be greatly shocked by my letter. Please send me some of your pics from your life. And then, here, I'll show you the pictures of Olga. Naked pics, I'm hoping. This sounds good. I like this prospect. This is very promising. For sure, a real human. Oh, that's a good picture. (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, very nice. And her as well. I gotta say, she's very attractive. And I'm not even joking. I sound like I'm being sarcastic. She's extremely attractive. Yeah, I'm qu- we're not sure if that is actually her. Okay. So, I'm not sure what the problem is. Is <laughs> Did you book her a flight? Or? Okay, so that's email number one. Okay. No, that's email number two, right? That's email- Please tell me that was okay. number two. This is the second one she responded, the follow-up. I wrote you a letter and expect to get an answer. I do not want our relationship has ended on this. Do not even begun. Again, her English is so bad at times. I want to continue to communicate with you. I look forward to your reply. Happy face, happy face. And another picture of Olga. Again, she's fully clothed in all these pictures. I should point that out. Yeah, very attractive. Um, I think, you know, brings up some good points here. You you probably could have responded. The next day. Good morning, my Dan. I would oh. like to bake pancakes with condensed milk and berries to you for breakfast. Happy face. Wow, that was very specific. <laughs> this extraordinarily delicious. Have a good day. I'll wait for your message for the day. Moi, your girl, Olga. Oh. Again, I have not responded to any of these. absolutely her man. And then she sends another picture and then the picture of the pancakes. Wow. So, looks like... Things are going pretty well on okay. the dating site and then for you. Got one today. Good day. I was expecting an answer from you this morning, but waited all day and get nothing. I am so shocked. You, 
I thought you were a brave man and not scared the girl. Smiley face. Let me know in any case. She doesn't know you at all. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Olga and another picture of her smiling. And I responded with, I finally responded. Olga, what's up? Question mark. (laughs) How is Russia this time of year? Hey, what's the f***? (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we are with Olga. (laughs) Wow. Well, so this is going to keep going now because you responded that way. Oh, I, Are you I'm pumped just, about that? I'm just doing it for the podcast now. Mm. Because this is, this uh, is definitely... And it is right? So that's her nickname? Olgi? Oli. Oli. <laughs> like Oli the goalie, right? So this is definitely a man named Boris. Oh, this is a dude, for sure. This sending yeah. out like 400 of these a day, hoping... Yeah. Because eventually this is going to lead to, just send me money for a plane ticket. I'll yeah, come yeah. see you. Yeah. Just a few thousand, please. But what if it isn't that, Dan? <laughs> What if Oli is real, Be- looks like the woman in those pictures... But then she's insane. ...and will make you pancakes with condensed milk and fruit, your favorite? Calling, calling me my Dan, yes. and I've never responded to a message. Well, get ready. It's going to get even better when she comes over and lives <laughs> with you in Orono. My wife. <laughs> you may be surprised that I'm in Russia. <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> That's great. Maybe we should uh, uh, check the backstory in Saskatchewan. um, Yes, maybe you should. You should look into that. I will say, now, is this dating site uh, something that you found on the back of a milk carton or something? No, I just did, like, dating site. I googled dating site apps, (laughs) and then I just did Is this, how many responses have we received here? Like, is this the only one so far? Oh, no, there, there's... Things are happening. A ton. I just don't respond to the other ones. Oh, okay. There, nothing, no, nothing you've, uh, you've particularly fancied to this point. Just Olga. <laughs> just Oli. <laughs> just Oli the goalie. What if it actually was Olaf Polsing? <laughs> hey, I he's a legend. Yeah. Find yourself on a date with Olaf Polsey. <laughs> and I can just smoke darts? <laughs> Holy, hey. You, you like it in Calgary? <laughs> wow, that's... Uh... Oh, sorry. I was thinking of... Um, <laughs> not... Olaf Kolzig is Washington. I was yeah. thinking of um, Mika Kippersoff. Kipper. Yeah. Kipper. Is Kipper back in, uh, back in Finland now? Like, man, he, re- he retired in such a quiet way for such a dominant goaltender for so long. It is uh, freaking hot in here. It is hotter now. It was cool when we first came in. Maybe you're just feeling the heat from Oli and what your next move is going to be. You don't want to mess this up, buddy. What if uh, What if she hears this podcast? Oh, and then God, she... I hope so. Well, uh, we were big in Russia, thanks to our Sochi <laughs> appearances. There's nothing to say that she isn't listening to this live right now on shortwave Russian radio. Oh, my Dan is talking about me. I was going to say... Instead of how's uh, the weather in Russia or how's Russia this time of year, I was going to say, you a big Putin guy? <laughs> Said, I saw five goals. Five goals last week. Pretty good. That was incredible. If you didn't see it, uh, Vladimir Putin played his annual, uh, what seems to be a charity hockey game against the likes of Pavel Bure, where he can barely stand, much less shoot, and scores five goals as everyone stands around and watches him snipe from the slot so i mentioned it during that highlight pack 
are those people playing him terrified? Well, they certainly aren't stupid. I mean, they know that they can't cross-check him in the face. How no, no, I'm saying like if someone did though. If they like he was they were trying to let him score and he couldn't score and then they're like, "Oh, we're we're done." Yeah, no they I mean, they have to literally, they have to allow him to score, allow him to like he's terrible. Like it would be fine if he was even marginally good. He can't even he can barely stand on his skates. I love how different Canada is if Justin Trudeau got oh, out in God. a pickup game. Everyone would destroy him. <laughs> People would be slashing him on the back of the legs. And you know it would be even harsher if he played like a ball hockey game? Guys who take ball hockey seriously? Oh, boys, watch out for your shins. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Wow, I'm just transfixed by this. Can we get every week different emails from your dating sites? And we'll, uh, stuff. can we maybe come up with a, a segment title for that? In Dan's all, dating emails. So in all honesty. Oli's correspondence. When I first gave my email and then I'm like, I was thinking that I'm like, can someone hack into your computer by your email? So I changed my password on my email account. Uh, why? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just keep it to the site? You're, um, you're at a moment of weakness. Our guest is uh, Brian Bickle, uh, Stanley Cup winner. And uh, we were discussing uh, Olga in the car ride back from golf and, uh, uh, Tubesy, who also played golf with us today, um, and Brian, you guys were no help in how I should respond to my new Russian bride. Well, I have two words for it. I say, not real. That's all I got. <laughs> I don't know, though, Brian. I think maybe you should keep this going just a little while longer, just in case she really does look like the woman in the pictures. Because then that would be like a <laughs> like who is the woman comedy. from the pictures? Do they just get someone and said, okay, you're gonna we're that's, paying you that's for that's Olga. We're paying you for these pictures, and then we're just going to not tell you what we're using them for. Yeah, it's a great question. I don't <laughs> want to know the answer. Uh, how did uh, Toolsy golf today, Brian? Uh, he, he golfed actually not bad. He's, uh, he's been out a while. I noticed, uh, you know, with the shift work, uh, you know, working late, and then he's got the days off. I think he's been golfing a lot. So, oh, yeah. Um, he actually got the win on the last hole with the big birdie. So, oh, yeah. Well, hats off to him. But, yeah. Uh, all the golf courses in Durham region, I think he's going to be boring clubs off of because he doesn't like his driver. Yeah, he had to rent the club. He's like, where's the, where's the driver? And he just got the new M3 and not a big deal. And that was his best club in the bag. Yeah, wow. so I went in and I said, because I actually am looking for a driver. And I said, uh, do you have any demos? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. He peeled off the wrapping on a brand new club. So uh, I was hammering that driver and then I brought it back in. I said, What's your deal on used clubs? Because this one's been used. <laughs> he said uh, they're uh, they're for sale at the end of the year. So didn't buy that club. By the way, those clubs are six hundred and fifty dollars. That for a driver, I I did not know drivers were that expensive. Yeah, well, that's nothing for you, and you're going to get out there and you're going to be uh, golfing what thirty six a day for the entire summer. That's right, you uh, Tubesy, Bickle, and me, the three of you, <laughs> five days a week. You're you're going down to a tournament in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I got uh, actually invited to the Michael Phelps uh, event. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it should be a pretty big event. I'm I'm gonna give you like a Joe Schmo with all the celebrities going there, but uh, you know it should be a good event with uh, you know the city that uh, I played hockey in. Have you looked at the list of uh, who's going to be in the tournament? Uh, I have. Um, Ooh, I do tell. I, 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 I briefly, it was late, the wife kind of showed me, and then it was like, 
you know, I'm half asleep, so she didn't really, uh, I can't really remember. I can't remember what we did this <laughs> afternoon. So. Well, I have a, one, one question for you. Is, is Olga the woman that will eventually be the second Mrs. O'Toole on the list? <laughs> <laughs> the way he was talking, uh, he, had, uh, he had confidence, but uh, I said, I don't, I don't believe it, so. Yeah, I don't know where where this dating site is. That de- this doesn't sound like a dating <laughs> site. It just sounds like Hotmail. It sounds like got, got something in his spam folder and responded to it. Uh, so, Brian, what have you been doing in retirement? Uh, I've been traveling actually quite a bit. Um, working, um, you know, with the company that uh, you know actually it's called the drug. The drug. The, the company is called Biogen. So it's the the drug that I take. I'm um, just kind of telling my story, telling my story to a lot of people, um, you know, if people just got diagnosed with MS or, you know, families that uh, are going through it, um, you know, things like that. Uh, it's been keeping me busy, a lot of charity work and with our foundation and watching, being a stay-at-home dad. I got two kids or they're under the age of four, so it's been, uh, you know, definitely a handful. And it's uh, just talking with you uh, casually during golf and stuff and, uh mentioning things that trigger your ms like you you said if you go into the hot tub or uh your steam room you can't do that anymore yeah it's funny i just built a house i got uh, a hot tub that i wanted to join in a steam shower um yeah ms uh with the heat uh obviously you can do it it just it sucks you just gotta suck it up but you know avoid uh, different things you know when i was playing it was uh you know tough but um you got to stay cool in different ways, and now I'm just going to kind of avoid, you know, the hot, uh, the hot areas when I can. Have you told all your your former teammates in Chicago that the reason they had an off year this year is because you're no longer on the team? <laughs> I don't want to say, but the teams like a couple playoff, or you know, they got swept by St. Louis and, and things like that. Uh, I didn't play, so um, it doesn't look, uh, you know, good for them the last couple of years, but. Um, you know they're gonna make adjustments. It's it's gonna be. I think I feel like it's still gonna be rough, but um, you know they're gonna do the best and to try to make the best team. Because I know a lot of players and want to play in Chicago because of the atmosphere in the city and you know the history. Now, how have you gone with regards to watching hockey since you retired? Because I know guys that uh, retired and they're like, yeah, I try catch a game, but uh, don't know who's playing well, who's doing what. Do you still call yourself a fan? Yeah, I think I'm more of a fan than I was before. I know, you know, playing when, you know, after, say, if you lose in the, you know, playoffs, you kind of just turn off the TV. You don't want to see, you just kind of see the highlights. But now, you know, being out for a full year, uh, I've been keeping in touch with a lot of a lot of games. Obviously, being near the Toronto region, you want to watch the, you know, you get the Leafs uh, um, on a lot to see what they're, you know, their upswing is of talent and young players that, uh, you know, hopefully it's going to be positive for a long time. And, and just seeing your older teams and how they're doing, um, you know, it's been fun. I think uh, it's been the most hockey definitely I've been watching and now watching, you know, this playoffs with the, you know, the Vegas run and then having Winnipeg. I just watched the first period, obviously. Winnipeg was all over them, but, you know, that's playoffs. Momentum swings and uh, Nashville's up, or Nashville, um, Vegas is up 2 nothing. Um, I, I told you I wanted to ask you about Dustin Bufflin, who might be playing his best hockey ever right now. Um, what, what was it like uh, being around that guy? He seems uh, like he could be unhinged. 
Yeah, he's he's got a game. Uh, I think you know this playoff is it suits his hockey. Like for me, uh, when I played, I think you know the playoff atmosphere, the hitting, and the the hard game helped my game. I think you know with his run that he had in 2010 with the Hawks, and he was playing forward actually at the time. He was just a, a powerhouse. You people were scared to go on the ice with him because. Easy to hit you, you know. You gotta feel it for you know years afterwards. Um, it's just it's it's powerful. He's skilled. He's he's a force. And I know that first period wasn't uh, you know what he was looking for, but you can guarantee you know the next couple of periods he's gonna be a, a huge uh, huge part. Speaking of former teammates, let's play a little game. We did this with Chris Phillips when he was on with us. Just a little snippet about uh, these names of uh, former teammates that uh, we're gonna give you. You played sure. with you played with Peter Bondra. Peter Bondra, yeah, I think for like a game. <laughs> the special agent, what a sniper, man! <laughs> and and what do you think of me? What I think about him? Yeah, yeah, did you guys even talk if you only played a game? No, I was a, I was like I was like one of my first games I ever got called up, so I didn't really say much at all. I just kind of went through the motions, and, and that was it. Okay, how about uh, Captain Sirius, Jonathan Taves? He's a great dude. You know, um, they always said Captain Sirius because he did have a, a the captain young, and then, you know, for a young guy, you kind of have to be serious. I think, you know, as the years went on, he kind of loosened up, and I think he's getting a lot better. But, you know, a huge leader and on and off the ice. His work ethic is, is everything. It's, uh, you know, the big package of, you know, what uh, a captain, a leader, um, you know, is. He's Jonathan Tays. Duncan Keith. Uh, he's crazy, actually. <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's he's a little crazy. He's he does a lot of different things, but um, I don't want to say the superstitious, but he's you know 100 million percent all hockey, and he's dialed in. That's why he's done so good. The medals, the cups, the, and all that. He's like he's. He's crazy so much about hockey. He's so dedicated. Um, some of the things he does, uh, it's mind-boggling. Can um, you can you tell us like like one superstition thing that like that jumps to your mind? I remember him like like pregame meals. Like we would have our normal pregame, and like it's just the way he eats. I remember he'd give me like a Gatorade cup, cracking like four eggs in the Gatorade cup like Rocky, oh. and just starts drinking them. I'm like, what? Like just drink raw eggs with Gatorade. Just, oh God, that is going. Yeah. Uh, here's one out of left field, Marty Turco. Uh, he's a beauty, actually. <laughs> that guy is one of the funniest guys I think I've ever played with. Uh, you know, played with him for a year. Um, you know, then he he retired. But um, you know, his his attitude uh, behind hockey was. You know, a fun one. He was, you know, serious. He was still in the, you know, end of his career. But, um, you know, he made coming to the rink and joking around and having a, a good time, um, you know, being a part of him. And, you know, the meals we go with and the stories he, he tells over the over the years he's played. Obviously, I can't tell all, but... Um, <laughs> I remember when the shootout started, he would start the shootout sideways in net. Yeah, very he, odd. Would, he would, yeah, I don't know, it was kind of weird. It was actually, it was funny. He's a, you know, funny dude. I know he's still in the Dallas area, but um, it's nice to see him once in a while. Um, just a few more. Marion Hosa. 
Mary Nosa, that's uh, my roommate somewhat. You could say my roommate, but uh, for the six years I was uh, in Chicago, he we were stallmates. We, I sat beside him. Um, most of the time he usually had like another Czech or Slovak beside him, so they're just basically talking some gibberish. So <laughs> I kind of learned some Slovak and Czech over the years, but... Um, you know, it actually helped me through the years of, you know, my first couple of years to kind of, you know, what to do. He's, a, he's played over, you know, 1,400 games and I think about 1,000 playoff games. And no <laughs> but, one's ever um, said a bad word about him. No, he's a great dude. He's a positive guy. He's he's funny. He's been over here for 20-plus years with being in the dub, and he still doesn't think he can speak English. But, um <laughs> He's a great dude. Uh, okay, and the final one, just so I can say his name, Jeff Skinner. <laughs> Jeff Skinner, yeah, he's a. Uh, I always call him ten to two because he always has his, his legs. He he does that uh, figure skating move. I could say he uh, he opens up the hips. I call him ten and two. He's a good guy. Um, <laughs> he's kind of like a Doug and Keith. He's a, a wild card. You know, he's focused. He does different things superstitious uh, before and during and, and different games like that uh, you know for the year I was there it was uh, you know definitely nice to get to know him and um, you know he's a really skilled player um, I think uh, there's something if I had a change about his game um, would be definitely his curve on a stick I, I kept on telling him like I don't know how if you had a different curve you would score at least 20 more goals but, what, like a bigger curve or a smaller uh, bigger curve. He hmm. was like, I don't even know what it was. Uh, yeah, back in the day, like a Medano, or I don't know if you guys remember your sticks. It was a Lindstrom, Medano, Sackett. I think he used like a Medano minus one. It was just terrible. I don't know how he did it, but <laughs> he's a good good player and um, fun to play with him. Um, how, just give me on a scale of 1 to 10, your level of disappointment when you uh, built a house in the Orono area. We, you were excited to retire, only to find that, that Dan O'Toole uh, had moved to town and destroyed your property values. I think uh, I was actually pretty excited. Uh, you greeted uh, me. You came to town to officially I greet did. me. I did. I, uh, do you I do that your, to every new resident? I saw your mug on the side of the street. I was going to meet you in a week, so I'm like, oh, I better pull over and you know introduce myself. But uh, it was... Uh, I think it definitely values the positive, you know, just attitude uh, he's bringing. He's pumping Orno up, and it's good. I like it. But, Brian, every business is closed since he arrived. (laughs) (laughs) Every business was closed before he arrived. So we're just going to have to reopen that bank in town, you and I. uh, Yeah, everything's closed. The liquor store. It's easy to start a bank. It's all good. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Brian, we really appreciate coming on, and I uh, can't wait to play golf again and use your pool, which I said I will do since you said you never use it. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Yep. That's uh, Brian Bickle, Stanley Cup winner. It's on the sign when you drive into Orono. Not bad. Not bad. That was pretty fun. I mean, still wonder about Oli. <laughs> And how Guess things what? are going with her. Oli's on She's the line. She's on the line. We've got her on the line. That's hello. wonderful. I mean, hello. I am happy to see you. <laughs> yes. Dennis Gluki. <laughs> what if I said, let's FaceTime 
right now. Oh God, that'd be great. What are, what are the odds? She what would the excuse be? Oh, can't no iPhone. Send it. <laughs> Send it right now. What do you have to lose? No, she's sleeping probably. What's the time? Yeah, in she'll uh, get up. <laughs> he well. Um. Oh, with, we flustered Dan a bit. No, I was thinking of a Russian man's name. I was going to say, like, uh, <laughs> Boris. He is he's sleeping. It's Boris Yeltsin. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> he died. Um, uh, Christoph, can you look up something for us? Can you look up the time currently? <laughs> Let's get Olga's location, because she did give us the city. She is... Um, this is this is Russian time zone talk <laughs> on the Jay and Dan podcast. Um, a lot of great feedback for Natasha's appearance last week, eh, Christoph? Like, everyone was was raving. I, I thought it was wonderful, and really the best part to me was how she systematically shut down the idea of traveling any long distances with Dan or to anywhere with Dan. She, what I really loved was her assertiveness. She didn't beat around the bush. She just said, this isn't happening, and that was the end of it. <laughs> okay, so she's in Orenburg. Which is... Uh, kind of like Orono. <laughs> it's meant to be. Uh, Orenburg, Russia, time. Orenburg. It's 6.13 a.m. there. Oh, perfect. So she's just getting up and uh, preparing her condensed milk pancakes. <laughs> Fire up the FaceTime. <laughs> oh. Fire it up. Uh, Christoph's got 714. Either way. Um, oh, even better. Okay, so send the request. Well, remember, I asked how things are in Russia. I said, how's Russia this time? <laughs> how's Russia doing? <laughs> hey, quick question. Does the carpet match the drapes for you? Like, are your pubes going gray as well? No. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Because mine are, are just dark as the night. And I wondered... Like, do other men's pubes go gray? I think they eventually do. Oh, speaking of pubes in that region, I asked Tubesy for an update. He says nothing. He says it's okay down there. Oh, good. Tubesy so is the hole. Tubesy's our buddy who had a penis surgery to enlarge the hole on his penis because it was closing up. It's closing up. And he had to put an ice pick into that hole oh, every God. day. And not an actual ice pick, though. It was like. And I mentioned how he is going to um, Las Vegas for an EDM festival, and we want him to bring back a pool sample from a Vegas pool mm-hmm. at the end of the day. They are gung-ho. They're going to bring back several, I think. Oh, just one is good. <laughs> we can. The bit doesn't need more than that. <laughs> Tell them just one. They are pumped. Now, that, make sure they only bring back one, because then they couldn't get it through security. Well, either. if more try, then at least one will slip through. Holy man, that's going to be disturbing. So, okay. I'd love to just look at it, just to see it visually. Like, So if any, see, any see listeners them. in the Toronto region know of somewhere where we can get that uh, that pool sample tested, well, let us know. Can't we just Google pool sample testing? Uh, I find our um, our listeners are easy. Like, um, when I mentioned we were <laughs> well, going... Well, they're easy, all right. When I was going to PEI, I've had so many people helping with travel tips for when my my girls and I go to PEI this summer. It's been amazing. Thank you very much for sending those. Oh, that's a that's different, though. That's, you know, they want you to have a good time. I like that. Like, I like when people are... Americans who are going to Winnipeg to cover the cup finals are... Saying, you know, where should I go? What should I do? I'm like, yes, this is the right approach. Don't just show up and be like, I can't find anything. I didn't like it here. Yeah, and, ask and, the, us. and the other jokesters on Instagram, when I responded with, uh, when I 
told the tale of how people send me messages, hi, undirect message, and I open them, and they say, like, why didn't you respond? Got about 60 of those. Yes, keep sending those uh, messages to Dan on Instagram, just, hi. Hey. And then they respond, like, I saw you open that. And then I'm, they, they kid around then, so. I, well, that's the thing. I, it's all good. I don't know I, like, I how it. people can tell if I've opened something. That's how dumb I am. <laughs> it, like texts, everything, they're like, well, you read it. I'm like, you notice that? We are so old. So I was trying to so send dumb, a picture dude. of a waterfall to Braden, one of our camera operators, who's a very talented artist. He painted your garage. Yes. And he's he going to paint a picture for me. And we could, of a waterfall. I could, my picture would not send to his phone. He, we don't have the same phone. He had to take a picture of the picture on my phone. Oh my God. Yeah. It's very sad. Well, uh, here to talk more about taking pictures of pictures on phones is our good friend and co-host of the Taggart and Torrens podcast, Mr. Jeremy Taggart. How's it going, boys? How oh, I'm going to be seeing you? Jeremy tomorrow. Yeah. You guys going to be swinging the sticks? Yeah. We're nice. going to be swing, swinging the sticks. Yeah. It'll be good times. Great to see you guys. I, I, I want to see you soon there, Jay. What's going on? Maybe we can uh, saddle up at Ronnie's or something. I would love that. That would be fantastic. I, uh, I, I miss you. It's been far too long. You've got a lot going on right now. You guys are uh, about to embark on a tour. Yes. We hit the road on uh, the 24th. We start in Sarnia. Sarnia, then we Home go of the to, Sting. Yeah, and on the 24th and then 25th, we rock into Waterloo. Oh, boy. At Maxwell's, and then uh, we're in London. That's a nice at, time. Uh, Rum Runners, which is a great little spot. And then and then we're, uh, then we rock out to the Casbah in Hamilton, the Kingston Mansion, and then Ottawa on the 29th to round out the month. That sounds so, That's a nice little Ontario tour. Yeah, it is. We're going to have a nice little uh, Canadianity summer run is what we're going to do. Do you have like a Scooby-Doo van? Well, we do because we have the drums and the guitar now. It's almost like we're it's like the inbreds back in the day. Remember <laughs> two-man band? The inbreds, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So just the two of you. Yeah, you're, you're like the white stripes, but without yeah. um, Megan's big boobs. <laughs> you remember us? In a Yari. <laughs> Remember the reason the band out of Hamilton? <laughs> what? The, the reason the band out of Hamilton, they shot the longest highway home or the longest whatever, yeah, their big hit. That, yeah. They shot that playing in a van, that video. Oh, yeah, that's mm. right. They're jamming in the van. Yeah. Remember okay. they have those those tiny concerts with the, in, the, in the van? Don't they do that? Nah, America and... That's a pitchfork thing, isn't it, Jay? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I I only read the reviews. <laughs> I just so jump on the reviews. On, boys? What's going on? What are you guys doing? What's happening? Oh, we're just excited for summer. The, we were talking about oh. tulips. Do you know how tulips just... I, I, I didn't... Neither of us planted any tulips. We got them everywhere in our yards. Yeah? Where do they it's, come from? Well, they just show up from... Uh, probably from some guy who planted them uh, eight years ago. And he was... Doing that, having a rip, and throwing some seeds in the <laughs> <laughs> <their> backyard. <laughs> yeah, we can't figure it out. They're everywhere. <laughs> what do you mean they're everywhere? They're, like, they're, they're all walking. over my neighborhood. They're, I figured it was like they were, that uh, was spores traveling through the air. And uh, oh, maybe. Just, yeah. Well, that's fun. That's nice, isn't it? For uh, it's lovely. I mean, it, I, beats, d- it beats locusts. Oh God, yeah. yeah. It beats the plague. 
for sure. <laughs> the flag <laughs> Hey, so, so are you guys allowed to talk about uh, the, the hockey game at all or not? Yeah, well, sure. It'll be, we're, it'll we're be dated. It. We're watching it right now, but it'll be <laughs> dated can, by the time we can this talk comes about it. Yeah. It'll be dated, yeah. So, like, it seems like it's going to be like a, a haymaker coming back from the from the nights right now. Yeah, we're back and forth. That's I think she's going to even up. Maybe looks like. Yeah, because like from what I saw in the first period, Winnipeg played great, but it just didn't. Uh, didn't result in what they wanted, though. It looks hey, like they're playing pretty good again here. I'll tell you what, who, what they're playing like, the, playing like uh, the, what the people want is a good hockey uh, series. And uh, that's what we're getting. We had this discussion on the golf course today. What an hour a difference makes on a start time. Saturday, the game started at seven. That makes the yeah. difference a huge difference for kids staying up and watching yeah. half the game, if not all the game. Central time yeah, is the best. They talk about growing the game, and then they put a game on at eight, starting at eight o'clock. And Major League Wednesday. Baseball playoffs, the same, horrible. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. It doesn't make any sense. You can't well, grow the trying, game that way. They're trying to capture as much of the countries they can, and they they figure you know five o'clock Pacific and eight Eastern, they're getting as much as they can. But it, you're right, like <clears throat> it, it just everybody over. How, how much of a gong show is things going to be now with this betting being like Oh, I started? love it. I love it. Toolsy, you've got to be fired up about this. Yeah. Um, you're, like, you're like, okay, Chapman's on the mound. I got to, uh, what are the odds on him, you know, throwing 100 watts? You know what it's going to be, Jeremy? You know what it's going to be? You know how <laughs> Al Michaels, when he calls games now, he's so bored because he's put all the money on the games now. And, yeah. and all he talks about is, is, you know, how the line is affected and who covered and who didn't. That's Toolsy on all the highlights now. It's going to be It's amazing. not going to change my view of sports because I've already been gambling on games and I haven't bet on one in forever, but um, our good friend from ESPN, Arash Markazi, he was sending out some great tweets today. People saying, oh, Vegas must hate this. And as he pointed out, no one goes to Vegas just to bet on sports. I've been no. to Vegas a million times. I've bet maybe on one game. I always do, just because it's there. Yeah. But, but nobody, yeah, you're right. Nobody no, goes you, there specifically for that reason. If you're a degenerate you sports gambler, you have a bookie. Yes. Yeah. Right? You see, you see the handful of guys that are there, and they look like that, like you said, just bookies that are keeping an eye on everything. Right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I love those guys. I, that's who I want to hang out with in Vegas. Yeah, but, no <laughs> people, people go to Vegas to experience Vegas now. They go for the... Dining and parties and semen filled and semen filled pools. Ah, uh, you're gonna want to take the Celtics tonight. They changed the varnish on the floor there. <laughs> I used to have. So I've mentioned the show before when I hosted a sports show in Fort McMurray, Alberta, 11 a.m. on Saturday morning <laughs> on the radio, and somehow I called a casino once, and I got like the guy in charge of the sports book, and he was straight out of the Bronx. This guy was amazing. And then one time I called back, they're like, yeah, he doesn't work here anymore. He's Don't know dead. what happened to him. He died. Do not We're know not what happened sure. to him. We're not I sure how. I up state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. I love the, the well, what gambling. About What's that? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Jeremy. Oh, no, I was just going to say, Todd Furman, we used to have a, a yep. former uh, sports book guy from Caesars come on the Fox show with us. And he was yeah. so young, and I was like, how did this guy get into this? Who does he know? He must have so many secrets. Um, he was also the guy who made me, when I went to the Spearmint Rhino, he said, just talk to Black Mike, and he'll let you in. And then the guy, 
the experiment rhino said well we do have a guy <laughs> working here named mike and he is black but we don't call oh, him black <laughs> but we don't yeah. call him that. oh no that's <laughs> Terrible move. That's, that's Todd, awful. That's Todd Furman for you. Not a good icebreaker. <laughs> no, at no, all. no. I still went in and enjoyed myself. <laughs> yeah. Don't get well, me wrong. Well, you know what? One thing, like I was these, there. These these sports, like the guys who set the the odds, they love it. They make so much money, like on like Tiger Woods alone. Oh they yeah. Say, okay, it's ten to one for the mat. Like they make so much money, and they never ever gonna like. They know that he's not gonna win, so they just take so much, and they'll change the odds where everyone thinks from the odds that, oh, he's definitely going to win. It's all to make money, and yeah. they make so much because of that. The same, that only if they, if they made the odds reasonable, people wouldn't bet. Yeah, exactly. no, the, 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 the lines exist so that we will never make money, ever. And it is amazing, like, working in the newsroom with all the, the young cats in the newsroom and seeing the ones who started sports betting and how into they get. And then there's that little glimmer where... They think they're going to be the ones who who beat the odds. Oh, and they're going to be the ones who beat the system. It's <laughs> no, so I magical. I like. I, yeah. I like to watch it play out. You know. And well, you're right because it's like it's enough to maybe have a streak to win two or three games in a row on team. But once people start getting fired up, they got like four or five things in their brain. What do they think is going to happen? They're going to win like every game on yes, Saturday that's for the right. next three months, and then. <laughs> You know, move to Dubai. Yeah. I remember filling out the pro lines, filling out the pro lines for a, a busy Saturday night, and the you bet five bucks, and it's like, oh, I'll win ten grand. Perfect. I'm going to win all these. Don't win a single one. Like John Daly, like he, he got they like he spends all that money. He spent like what is he? He made thirty and spent forty million or something. Yeah, but it was Barkley. all on. Slot machines. It's not even like a game you can have oh, any control. That's... At that time, remember when he came in second to Tiger in Vegas, made seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and he went to right directly to this one slot machine because it was a hundred thousand dollars for one coin. And he he was like, I got the odds were just too much. I had to do it. Yeah. Within like five minutes, yeah. all gone. Yeah, it's it's a, it's dangerous. But you're right. The slots is really where you're just like, oh. I'm throwing oh. it all to chance. No yeah. skill whatsoever. <laughs> I surely the, will be the one. The guy with the dangling dart at the nickels, that's the only guy that's doing it right. Oh, yeah. No, I, I love walking through the slots <laughs> and just people watching. It's amazing. Yeah. Just the people sitting there, and, and they pick their machine, and they've always had the same machine, and you know, it's, and you see Pete Rose sitting at the, the table. Oh, oh, geez. oh God, it's gotten worse, Jeremy. Hey, when, it's gotten worse. He was was it like get to the point where it's like cable guy for Toolsy? He's like, hey, I'm in Vegas. Let's go. I'm here. No, no, Pete he refused Rose. the trip. He had a chance. I he had was going to drive him there. That drive with Pete Rose and. Uh, Probably best I didn't. Well, Did you guys always see Jose Canseco there all just like trying to get something going? No, never saw Canseco. Never saw, <laughs> caught a sniff of, of Canseco. We're at Fox? Yeah, never. never? No, I, nope. think, I, think the wor- I think the word was out. He wasn't. The, the one that was most surprising by far was A-Rod and then how good A-Rod ended up being. Like when he first showed up, it was like, A-Rod? Like this is yeah. going to be a disaster. 
Like he's going to so be terrible. That, here's a guy who's making $20 million a year, but it'll take like that just to stay on TV. Yeah, well, yeah, I think he just doesn't know what to do with himself. And then, and the, But then he's pretty good. Like He's good no, at it. No, but that's the thing. I guess they look at it as like, well, this is the way I can kind of continue my brand and show up at these shows and sign baseballs for 100 grand for a day. Yeah, I stay, think it's just getting out of the public house. eye. Yeah, yeah. But, but also, like, like literally, what's he going to do? Like, it's the same with Jeter. Like, people are on Jeter for all this Marlins stuff. But yeah. what else is he going to do? Like, just stay home all day? It's like Dan's theory about NHL assistant coaches. They all just want to get out of the house. That's really oh, it. Oh, no. What's the name with baseball? Like, for third base coaches that have been in the league for 42 years. Like, seriously? Like, yeah. What? How weird is it the wife turns to him and like, oh, you're here every day now? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's crazy. Yeah. Because like, baseball is like 300 days a year. That's how bad that is. That's, that's an hardcore. understanding. That's a marriage of understanding. It's. I mean, it would be, Dan said it, it would be weird if they weren't uh, coaching like third base for the Marlins. A truck, a, a truck driver, a tour bus driver, just gone. Yeah. Gonzo. Yeah. See you later. Minus the pee jugs. We had one, yeah, we had one bus driver that was old. And he had, like, five wives. <laughs> like, he was on his fifth wife. Oh, yeah. Just because they got sick of him being gone every yeah. time. Yeah. Well, so, wait, Dan brings up an interesting point. When you got when you would tour, when you guys were starting out, Jeremy, were, were pee jugs in the mix? Or did you actually do the civilized thing and, and well, just stop? On the bus, there was a, a, to, a, a toilet. So there right. was just no, t- no dumps, right? Right. Oh, yeah. right, right, no poos. No dumping in the bag. <laughs> that was, that was but pre, the but before that, like like vans, that kind of thing. Like wait, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've uh, uh, I've pissed in the cup. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to keep like that the, train moving. The, the big gulp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so I've had a big gulp and actually been like, hey, boy, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's getting close. <laughs> it's no tough. Worries. It's tough peeing into a cup or a bottle when you're driving because you can't look down to see well, if you're near the top. Come on, Toolsy, what the hell are you doing that? You can't drive and do that. Oh yeah, you can if you're making good time. Oh no, that's no. It never ends. Yeah. Up, it never ends up well because there's always splatter and dribble any, and spilling. And, that's incredible. Any, How do you pull it out and any, then get the? Any, you got anybody who's, who's done it while they're driving has probably also done it like in the can where it's like you have to get the tip right in the hole or else. You yeah, oh, so yeah. You, the, the way you do it, you put your seat all the way back, the steering wheel up, and then you have to like prop yourself up, and it's on cruise control, and then hold the bottle. But again, you don't know when you're getting near the top. This, oh. is, this is not something do people not, should try. We no, don't, do not we try. We do not recommend this no. to people. No, that's when I was. Dan's pee That's when I was young and foolish because I was doing I know, the time. But like, what? Clearly, it was one of those like, my parents aren't home. Come over. <laughs> He's no. like, I got a piss, but I'm going anyway. It was one of those where I was like driving to Ottawa, and I'm like, if I get there at this certain time, then okay, we're still going to have a good night. So I'm like, ah, right. I'm not pulling over. No. Or you I'll do waste the 10 minutes. You do the Ronnie and just like let her go on the pants. Yeah, you could do that too. The it's James Henchcliffe, yeah. That's getting to the point where I might just start doing that. Not just in a car. Why are those uh, PJ stock pants on there? <laughs> <laughs> P- 
PJ stock. Those things are those piss underwears that he wears. Yeah, that depends. You... Oh, yeah. I forgot he did the, the depends box. ads. <laughs> the PJ stocks boxer brief pissers. PJ is uh, <laughs> thriving still in Quebec uh, television. I we hadn't seen him forever, and then he was in he was in Pyeongchang working for the CBC. He's doing okay. Well, he, he's... better. To, my point is just that you could wear those things. And you could have a piss. No, okay. no, I no, I know that. I just I, you we, could actually drive. Maybe you could drive to like uh, the Sioux or something. That's true. You know, Tulsi, right. you ever and think keep, of that? And keep going to Thunder Bay. How about forget just driving? Just wear them all the time, just to save time. <laughs> when you're like trying to watch the uh, when you always, next time you go to a, a, a tennis tournament. Yeah, Jay. Exactly. Right. Or just any time I leave the house and I constantly have to piss, like then I wouldn't have to stress out about that. Why yeah, doesn't Depends do, do that as a slogan? Making good time, we're here for you. <laughs> yeah. And, and we would completely love to be spokespeople for that yes. campaign. You I have no issues. Get, you guys should get Peter Garrett on the pod. Midnight Oil. Oh, God, that'd be great. Is he still in Australian <laughs> politics? I think so, yeah. Man, good for him. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. He's always up for a good chat. Hey, I have a quick, quick question for you, Jeremy. The the we have a provincial election coming up. I, I was saying that in my neighborhood, it's all NDP signs, and Dan in his neighborhood, it's all PC signs. What's the sitch in your neighborhood? Um, I, I don't. I mean, I think I I myself am leaning uh, NDP. Mm-hmm. I've just kind of been that way a lot since growing up, and then I blame Bob Ray for wrecking any. Anything that happened with that party? By the way, Jeremy, can I just stop you there? It is amazing how badly Bob Ray f***ed up. That even now, even now, where you have a a candidate on the right that seemingly everyone can't stand, a premier that everyone hates even more, and it seems like uh, Andrea is like just should just have a clear route to the finish line, and yet everyone's uh, bitterness about Bob Ray, which was. Like a quarter of a century ago. I know. It pisses me off, period, that people actually are still, they pick the party and not the person, when the person is everything. And it's the, amazing you know, how bad. It really blows my mind that people actually were like, well, you know, it's those liberals. I've been a liberal my whole life. Like, you're an idiot then. <laughs> because, like, you've got to think about the fact that there's people that you're voting for, not just one party from 20 years ago. It's so stupid. What do you think about my idea earlier in the podcast? I said I was going to slap a Doug Ford sign right on my front lawn. <laughs> right in the middle of, of lefty Toronto. Just right in the downtown core. <laughs> I was saying, how's this French? Bonjour. Ah, uh, it's good talking to you, buddy. Hey, I miss uh, you. Jeremy, thanks for joining us. Send me a text. I still don't know what time we're playing tomorrow. Yeah, no, we'll figure it out. And i uh, got to go for the free dental. That's the best move for the kids. So NDP, bud. <laughs> oh, they got yes. free dental? Okay. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. That is I'm gigantic. all in. Just, that's enough. Yeah, that is enough. <laughs> Count me I mean, in on that. Teeth should be health care. Like, people can die from problems that start in their mouth. So, Oh, yeah. Um, just anyway, I'm, that should have been on the on the docket already, but there we go. Okay. Let's go, boys. All right, go, uh, Andrea. Here we go. <laughs> Talk to you soon, bud. See you, buddy. See you tomorrow. Oh, that was fun. Missed that guy. I haven't talked to that great, guy forever. Great energy. You guys are going to swing the sticks tomorrow. I love it. Oh, it's going to be like our kickoff round. 
Yeah. For the summer of Jeremy and Dan. Yeah. And then you guys tag team Oli. Well, you can't. What? No. Christoph, can you beep that out? No, no, no. Yeah, you can't beep that out. Nuts. That's a big part of the. That's then a big Olga part of the. Come back and sue us or something. No. Every Olga in Russia. No, she'll be happy about it. Uh, she has not responded to my email. Uh, we will have an update on Olga next Looking week. Looking forward to that. In fact, more than that, we will have Olga <laughs> on st- the podcast. In studio. In studio. She'll fly straight over from, what was it, Orenburg? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Orenburg just, sounds just made up. Just cut to Boris sitting there with four days stubble and a blonde wig on. Just imagine Sasha being I Olga. My wife. <laughs> uh, well, it was uh, great, uh, great to do this podcast uh, for you, the listeners. Uh, thank you for all your support, and uh, yes, I guess we'll uh, we'll chat with you next week. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a happy happy summer. They're <laughs> going home. The Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light.